Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Japanholic Podcast, the podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games discussed by certified Japanholics. I am your host, Taylor Fry, joined this week once again by Alex. Hey, how's it going, guys? How's it going, Taylor? Yeah, it's been quite the few weeks, uh, especially since uh, just recently I have watched the OVA finale of uh, the series that we're going to be talking about tonight, which is the Oresuki series. Uh, actually, now looking at that Japanese name, I'm not going to try and say that because I would butcher it the third syllable. So, But the full title is Oresuki, Are You the Only One Who Loves Me? Which is a rom-com series that we're going to be discussing here today. Um, how? Okay, so I'll ask you this question real quick because you seem to be quite the reader how much of this series have you ingested all of it all of it mm -hmm. that's good i picked up the manga when it was around chapter 10 and read it as it released for a very long time See, the only thing I've seen is the anime. I have not read... I've actually read a little bit of the manga, but I have not read anything from the light novel because I didn't realize that there was a light novel until I looked more into it. Um, my like, oh. understanding is the light novel is just about identical. Yeah. That that tends to happen a lot. I mean, there's been some... Or let me rephrase that identical to the manga. Let's, let's mm -hmm. don't group that up with the anime. <laughs> You'll find out why once we get to the spoilers here. I think so. Um, you'll probably give more information on it. I have no clue, because, like I said, I've only seen the anime, and when I was watching the ending, I saw some comments on, uh, Cartoon World that were saying, like, oh, well, the manga took this kind of turn, so I'm surprised it did this kind of turn. You know, they're the, the typical, the typical comments every once in a while. But, um... So, before we get into, like, our thoughts and opinions on the stories and stuff like that, uh, we're going we're gonna to take a couple minutes out of this podcast to kind of explain what this series is in case you have not seen this series and are interested in it. Um, because this is a relatively new anime series that we're talking about. I mean, it came out last year. I think it was like fall 2019, if I remember correctly, that it actually started airing. But um, we're going to talk a little, we're going to like talk about the, the story and give like a little grasp on what to expect when watching the series. And then after that, we'll get into the full-fledged review and go spoiler mode or whatever. Um, uh, Alex, I'll let you, I'll let you give like a little brief intro to this all right so orisuke is i would say it's a pretty good parody of what a typical harem is well speaking about the manga per se it's kind of like a subversion of the genre and that's what drew a lot of people including me into the series it's about a boy named Jorokun who likes to, I guess I shouldn't say he likes, he puts on an act pretending to be this perfect, amazing guy to try to get his perfect, amazing high school romance, only to have that be foiled just about every step of the way by best girl Benchkun. <laughs> the bench makes so many appearances in the anime, it's not even funny, but it is funny every time it comes up. 
It catches you by surprise every time. <laughs> Especially in the in the uh, the finale. Oh my god! We'll talk more about that. I'll talk more about it at least on my end. Um, once we get to that point. Um, but I saw I got into this series because when I was looking at new animes of uh, last of the, of that season, fall twenty nineteen, to watch, I saw this one on the list, and I was like. Huh, this looks like an interesting series. I looked at the synopsis. And <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this will actually, this may actually be a pretty hilarious uh, show to watch. Because it is a harem, but it's also a parody harem. Which, there's not a whole lot of these, at least that are adaptated. Um, I believe I originally found this series through a subreddit called Anime IRL. <clears throat> which is just basically one panel or one page memes and jokes from various mangas. And I'm I, fairly certain that Benj Kuhn was at some point posted on that subreddit and I went on to see what the what the manga was. I and think... fell fell in love. It took <clears throat> it took me more chapters than usual to like this manga, I will say that. Mm, that it definitely mm. took me a little bit longer than the average manga to pull me in and get me interested. But once I did, I couldn't put it down. Ah. Um, I think I know that subreddit that you're talking about now that I think about it, because I think, I think if it's the one you're talking about, they, on their Twitter page, they usually have like this, I don't know if it's a bot or whatever, but it posts random, uh, random post or whatever from that subreddit onto their Twitter page. And most of them, uh, get like a good amount of likes or whatever. It's just like a, kind of like a random uh, like a random Twitter page or whatever, and it takes like a random post from that subreddit and posts it on there. Um, yeah, like one of them, one of them Autobots. I, I think, I think that's how I actually. I don't know. Well, like I don't know if it's how I got this series, like you did, but I think I saw something like this. I don't know how long ago, but I know it was after I, uh, after I got interested in the series. Uh, from the, the My Anime list page. But I, I think I saw something similar to it as well with the bench and stuff like that. Um, I And the one thing I will say this, though, is that I find it incredibly hilarious with how they use uh, a bench or whatever as, like, a as like the, the main villain, I guess you'll say, um, at least for the first part of the, of the series. Because you think with, um, like, the, the whole running gag with the... the the bench you would think that the bench would just be like oh you know it's it's you know just another inanimate object but the way they use the 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 series portrays the bench as like this evil character and anytime any uh, two people sit on it there's rejections or whatever going on it's i don't know why i just i find the bench to be one of the best characters of the show top three easily the last non-spoiler thing i'll say is if you don't like the first arc just push through it just a little bit to get to arc two. I know the <clears throat> Juro-kun starts off as a pretty big asshole. And that doesn't really change, but he becomes more of a lovable asshole as the series goes on. <laughs> don't don't let his attitude and character in the first arc, arc deter you from finishing the series. Because it, it almost deterred me enough to the point where I stopped reading. But I powered through and definitely got to enjoy some sweetness through the end. The thing is, is I'm the complete opposite when it comes to Jodo. Uh, I fucking love him so much. He's such an asshole, but I love, I love uh, that kind of per. Um, I love that kind of 
persona, I guess. I suppose there's two types of people in this world. Well, yeah. And I feel like with this review, there's going to be two different reviews in one episode. But then again, you know, not everybody could have the same taste. If we all had the same taste, there'd be no such thing as a, a bad show or a good show. There'd just be that show, I guess. I don't, I don't. But last thing I'll say before we get into some spoilers, okay? For anybody who is wanting to actually read this, uh, read the, the light novel or the manga, I think, according to what you told me, the series is coming to an end? Uh, Maybe the, the manga is complete. I believe the last volume of the light novel is either releasing soon or already released. I don't follow so, the light novel because as far as I know, it is just about identical to the manga. Mm -hmm. So either so, it's releasing or it's getting up to the release. Mm -hmm. um, and um, a part of me thinks that the series itself will... Um, I don't think there will be any like spinoffs or whatever. Although with how I'm not gonna get into spoilers, spoilers right now, but it would be cool to get some spinoffs, possibly like a like a um like a what if he went with this direction or what if he went that direction. Eh. But then again, but then again, that takes some. We'll save that dedication. for the spoiler talk. Yeah. All right. So. <clears throat> all right. So, if you're up to this point of the podcast episode and you have not seen the series, this is where I highly recommend pausing this episode, go check out the series, and then come back to the rest of this episode. But if you've already heard, or if you've already seen the series up to the end point, the end game, or whatever, um, then you're free to continue while listening or whatever. Or even if you have or haven't, you know, finished the series, you're free to listen all the way through. Just... Just know that you've been warned for spoilers. Alright, spoiler time! Uh, just to correct what I said, it seems like the light novel is not ended yet and is still releasing? I really can't find very much information on it. Alright, I'll let you give off your first thoughts and opinions, or at least, at least for the most part. While I shove this pizza roll down my throat. Uh, do, do you particularly care for manga spoilers? I wanted to make sure of this beforehand. Not before really. I, start I don't, I don't really care. Especially if, it's so, especially if it's completed or getting there. So the first thing I noticed is that the anime really rushed things. Mm. Like, I uh, maybe I shouldn't say rush. I guess maybe they... Well, my point is that the man anime finished before the manga did. So they, oh. had, to, they had to give a different ending, obviously. However, instead of pacing out the arcs and doing things proper as the manga and then splitting oh, later on, they rushed everything and split around episode four. Damn. They rushed basically the contents of about 40 chapters, or not about 40, about 25 to 30 chapters in the course of two episodes Fuck. and then went all in their own content. Some of the stuff that they missed between those 20 chapters, they sprinkled in throughout the rest of the season, but they a lot of the content was not familiar. Um, it, was either, it was either altered things from the manga or not wasn't in the manga at all. A lot of the characters weren't in the manga at all. Like, to I be exact, like, the, uh, towards a lot of the characters towards the end weren't in there. Like, uh, mm. like Cherry wasn't in there, or really? Suki Mimi wasn't in the manga. Oh, wow. Well, actually, I th according to the wiki, she 
nope, the wiki doesn't have anything about her being in the manga, so I was right. She wasn't in the manga. Hmm. So they, they oh. skipped a lot. The, the, stuff with, uh, the stuff with Kamata happened right at the end in the manga. And... Wow. So yeah, and overall, the manga ending was so much fucking better. <laughs> I didn't like the manga ending, but it was still fucking better than what that OVA uh, was. That OVA was so... I shouldn't say it was bad, but my biggest gripe with the show was that in the manga, it didn't feel like as much of a generic harem as the anime made it feel. Mm. Like, in the manga, it took, like, 30 chapters for the other girls to start realizing that Joru doesn't suck. And even then... <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say doesn't suck, but it's more... They didn't, start, yeah, really, yeah. They didn't start being in love with him until, like, the yeah. f- close to the final arc. Uh-huh. Like, it was, like, 35 chapters in when we started. It was, like, the second-to-last arc where we got hints that other people love Juro. Uh-huh. Um... And, like... The final confession to Sumika, is that how you say her name? Uh, was it Pansy? Yeah, Pansy, I don't know. Yeah. Japanese name. The final confession yeah. to her was just done so much better than... Like, in the OVA, it feels like they just kind of slapped it in, like, oh yeah, by the way, I love oh, yeah. That, that's the Yeah, uh, that, that's the one gripe I had with the OVA ending. It was like, oh yeah, by the way, I truly do love you. It was like at the final, like, 15 seconds. It was like, okay, I understand, like... I'm having a bit of that, a brain fart. Did the anime have the flower dance arc? Yeah, yeah. It was in the it was in the middle of the. I don't know exactly what episode it was on, but I know it was in the middle of the series, and, uh, and see, all the girls the had, thing. It, had the that's chance. That's the with second him. to last arc in the manga. Oh god! That that happens. So basically, how it goes <laughs> is the, the flower dance happens. The school realizes that. That oh no, I'm sorry, there's like a little kind of filler arc in between that where he gets a job to buy a present for Pansy. But then right oh. after that it kinda of goes into people start realizing that Pansy was the girl in the flower arc and they all start swarming her swarming her. So the it gets down to uh Sun Sunshan is going I don't know why I keep saying Chan and Coon, I'm not that much of a weeb. <laughs> uh Sun Son goes, okay, well, we're going to enter a fake relationship with Pansy. I'm going to confess to her in front of the whole school so everyone stops bugging her. And then, oh, as it goes, Joro is just like, I, I can't let that happen. And he decides to confess to her in front of the whole school before Son does. Oh, damn. And there's, like, two chap- two pages of them walking home, and that's how it ends. Oh. I think that's better than just randomly collecting a bunch of fucking hair clips and going, Oh, yep, I like you. It was literally, he even says, by the way, probably should tell you. Like that, that whole, I was, when you told me that the anime and OVA were different, I was really hoping that the OVA ending was going to be better than the manga ending, but it just ended up being significantly worse. I feel like though, for me, okay, cause you're a manga person, so you read up on like the actual like source material and stuff like that. Yes, however, that be said that however, I generally prefer mangas over anime. Yeah, yeah. For me, since it's, like, the only thing I've seen, I really haven't, I, you know, I obviously haven't, I don't know exactly how much of it is rushed or how much of it was cut out or how much, you know, how the pacing goes compared to the manga. I obviously don't if I haven't read the manga it myself. Um, but I will say this, though. I think this is basically what happens when you give a series, you know, the airtime, but <laughs> when... 
<laughs> when it's only a season and you're trying to give it like a nice ending and stuff like that. But, you know, manga's not really, you know, don't don't have like chapters or stuff like that. Shit just goes, hit, shit just hits the fan. And I don't know exactly if this was intended to happen. Because, I mean, there's been series where it's like, you know, well, there's been series where it's like, we'll differ how it goes in the anime compared to the manga. Because if you want to differ, you know, ending, you go, go buy the fucking manga or something like that. But... I don't know if this was done on purpose because there's with how the pacing goes, I with how the pacing went, you know, because it was like clearly rushed in some ways. It's like, oh yeah, this was done on purpose. But then it's like, ah, there's parts where it's like, I don't know if they just wanted to, if they wanted to do the manga ending, but they couldn't do the manga ending, so they had to do their own ending. And it's more. You know, the pacing is it's less rushed and more just inconsistent, I guess is a better way to put it. Because uh, the correction, like what I said earlier, it was 17 chapters they jammed into two and a half episodes. Uh, which is not as bad as 25, but it's still pretty fucking bad to shove 17, and a half, 17 chapters in two and a half episodes. That's almost, that's almost two volumes for one episode. Yeah, which is, that, which that is, is um, particularly rushed. Yeah, but then putting not... this putting the flower dance directly in the middle of the season instead of being at the end like a should have and then putting more filler shit then again that. then again I don't remember exactly where it was I know it was definitely like near I'll, the I'll end pull of the season up VRV just so we can get an exact yeah, cause I, cause I, I know it was in like the the middle portion, but I don't think it was like in the very middle, like episode six or whatever. I, I could be wrong because it has been a while since I actually seen like the this the the twelve episodes before the OVA. Cause the to be quite honest, it didn't look like there was going to be a season two at, at like at all. But like it was just a ma- a major question of whether or not you know there was going to be a finale. And then we get announced that it's like, oh yeah, there'll be a finale, but it'll be like six months down the line. You know, go ahead and, uh, you know, wait patiently. Like, ha- I'm pretty sure like half the people who watch the series forgot about this ending until, you know, just now or whatever. I mean, it, it, it came out like just a few weeks ago or yeah, a couple weeks ago, in fact, but still. The pacing is definitely not that great. I mean, by episode by episode four, they're already in the he's evil. The whole everyone in the school knows he's evil, and it's resolved by episode four. Episode yeah. five starts the newspaper club, which is that's around the chapter nine twenty right there. So that's mm-hmm. they jumped around a little bit through that. Um, and then here's what the really big jump was going to the dance. They did the job before the dance on here. I'm sorry, the uh, flower dance was episode seven. Then they did the job stuff. So that means episode seven through thirteen would have been original ish content, quote unquote. So, so half the, about half the series. About was... half the series. It's just, it's hard to tell what there was original because that would be around where the anime, that would be around where the manga was when the anime released. Mm-hmm. For, honestly, okay, disclaimer: for all I know, this could be light novel stuff, and the light and everything I've read was wrong, and the light novel manga is different. Mm-hmm. But when I look at the wiki for these characters, 
there's nothing about them being in a light novel. So ah. I would say enough evidence is stacked for me being at the anime and man- yeah, yeah. Uh, the anime is not following the light novel. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe, the, well, maybe the light novel had this level of pacing and the manga fixed that is the only ah. other solution I see to that. Yeah. Um, if we're talking, like, for just a little other, like, a, like a, a subject change of just for a second, because I've taken a look at, like, the actual studio who made this, which was Connect Studios. The only other, like, series that I've seen from Connect Studios, and they do have a good chunk of animes, but, like, the only one that's really, like, big is either Strike the Blood or Busho Shoujo. Um, but the other show that I've seen from them is, um, Sanryu Shoujo. Um, I butchered that first part, but you get what I'm trying to say. That's, like, the only other show that I've seen, and that one right there was, even, even that, it was, like, a, a 12, a 12 short episode one, where it was, like, 12 minutes long, so, um, I haven't seen much from Connect Studios, so, um, I, the reason why I looked this up was because I was trying to see if there's, like, a possibility that it was more of, like, a studio issue, because sometimes... You know, depending on the studio that makes the animes, sometimes stuff like this can happen when it comes to how the endings are formed or how the routes are formed in terms of, like, the anime story. But I have only seen one other show, and since that other show is a short series show, so it's not even 24 uh, minutes, I can't really speak much on it. Um, even though I thought I watched more about... I thought I watched more from Connect, but I guess I, guess I haven't. Um, but to go on back to the, uh, the good old OVA episode. Okay. Or at least good old for me, because as much as that ending was like made up in original way or whatever, um, I'll say this right now. I don't think I've ever been that excited about a baseball game in my entire life. (laughs) Cause like. I'm not a baseball guy. Like, I can't sit and watch an entire game of baseball or even have it as a background thing. And no offense to anybody who is a baseball fan, but, like, there's there's only so much my my short attention span can take. But when watching that OVA, I was like, oh, oh, oh not only will I get a finale on who Jora will get with, which, let's be honest, it was kind of predictable. But anyways, um... But not only that, but, like, this baseball game and shit like that, you know, there's, like, two different stories going on with, like, Sun and Sun Chan and, um, uh, uh, that, uh, cocksucker who was, uh, betrayed him in, uh, elementary school. I don't, I forgot his name again, but, fucking hell, that, I mean, it, <laughs> for, for the series being, like, you know, because I went into this series thinking it was going to be, like, another, uh, harm show or whatever. And, you know, seeing that it was going to have, like, its little twisted turns, I watched that final episode, that final OVA episode or whatever. I'm just like, holy shit, there's too many twisted turns. It's like a, this is like a fucking roller coaster. There's, you know, you think, you think you're done, but here's another sharp turn. You think you're done then. Well, here's a hairpin turn and a U-turn just up ahead. It's like, there's so many twisted turns that my brain is going to melt from all these turds and trying to understand these turds. Now, the turds that were going on through the show, though, were absolutely uh, phenomenal, of course. But there were so many, it was just like, okay, can we stop with the turds before before it just becomes a, a fucking road course? But already, I seem to stand corrected. It looks like that the anime followed the late novel up the, the manga skipped arcs. 
Mm. So I will have to stand corrected and uh, take back what I said. Wow. I did a little... I didn't want to spoil... I spoiled some of the light novel stuff for me, which I kind of wanted to avoid, but yeah, it looks like uh, the light novel... The, the the manga is what was a different one here. Oh, and, the, so and the light novel has eight more arcs after where the anime ended. Or the manga ended, I mean. Oh. So, looks like light novel is nowhere near being done, I guess. Yeah, and, and info was through, you know, Google Translate and Twitter, so... Hmm. I will correct myself when I'm wrong. Alright. So it looks like, okay, so it looks like out of the three things, it looks like the manga was different from everything It looks like else. the manga is the poor man out here. <laughs> oh. Well, that, that sting a little. Yeah, that but, definitely stings for a, a manga of person who primarily does manga. That definitely stings for me a little bit. <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't change my comment about how much they jammed into each episode. That is true, though. It it did kind of feel like there was a little bit of like. And my the only comments that really gets rid of is honestly that doesn't really change most of that changes one part of what I didn't like that doesn't change the characters or the writing. Because <laughs> the general reception to the things the anime changed that I mentioned, such as the characters and everything, seems to be pretty similar to my opinion that not a lot of people liked how the characters. All just madly in love with Joru through the entire thing. That's the thing is like Sun, <laughs> Sunshine doesn't get like any sort of love at the end except like, for at Joru. all. I know it's like uh, fucking like, when watching the OVA. I actually felt happy with the route that they went to, which was the Bros Before Hoes kind of ending. I loved it because it was like, dude, Sunshine gets like no love for like the entire series, but he finally gets the love that he deserves at the end. Well. Of the show. There, there is the flower dance where, or shortly after, shortly after the flower dance in the manga, there was a little mini arc where all the girls trying to impress Joru, and Sun Chan beats them all and being better for Joru than all of them. <laughs> I mean, come on, Rose before hose. What can you say? Uh, oh my God. Oh, I will, I will admit though, when I watched the the OVA, and I was like, all right, I, I you know. Even if the if it if it if it was only the Bros Before Hose arc or like the the route, I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck. That's the, that's like that's a good ending, because yeah, I kind of wanted to see Joe get with somebody at the end there, which he spoiler he did. He he got with fucking Pansy, but like we said before, it was only like a twenty second segment at the very end while the ending song was going. Okay, but, literally, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> He goes through all this pain, and he goes through all this sort of hell, and he's all like, alright, I can finally confess. Confesses to everyone, and then, you know, <clears throat> goes to Sunshine's all like, oh, dude, bros before hoes, man, I'm alright, and then he's like, <laughs> you're like, most people are left with like, well, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? And then they get to like the, the final like two minutes, and then it's, and then it's like, Oh, well, there you go, you know. Joru actually gets with Pansy at the end there. But, you know, it, we're mostly dealing with the, you know, uh, Joru and Sunjin. Yeah, those two. The best, the best. They're obviously, they obviously uh, had to do this all on a bench. The bench makes not one, but two appearances in the OVA finale. I think to summarize my biggest issues would just simply be the pacing of the characters falling in love with Joru. 
because Joe really had to, one of the my favorite things about the Mangra is that once he changed to be him real his real self, mm-hmm. that's what everyone slowly started to re- start to fall in love with him. I feel uh-huh. like we really didn't get that in the anime that they just almost immediately fell in love with him and stayed in love with him the whole time. Ah, mm-hmm. Like, you don't even, like, I mean, maybe this could just be B being dense as a reader, but you really don't get the implication that, uh, that Himi, Himiwara loves him until, like, close to the final arc. And even then, uh-huh. that could still be construed as her being friendly with him. The only one in the manga that really outwardly loves him would be the pre- president, president Lunar. Mm. Oh. So I think... I think that's really mostly where my issues lie in the anime, is just seeming removing some of the uniqueness of the anti-harem that the manga holds up true to. True. I, and I hopefully the that. light novel stays it, because I'm about to start reading that shit now. Mm. That's under that's understandable in some ways. So um, the most most important question to you and me is who's best girl? Not counting not counting Bench Coon. Um Is there I mean, honestly, to me, this could just be my unpopular opinion, and maybe a whole lot of people will disagree with me, and that's fine. We all have our nice little taste. But Pansy. Obviously. No I mean, all the other girls are amazing girls, but Pansy, obviously. With me, it was a really close first place. It was really fir- close first place for Lunar and ah. and the newspaper girl, Asunara. Mm-hmm. Asunaro. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked the newspaper girl from her first appearance. I, I will say this. As much as I do say Pansy is the best girl, I loved all the girls, okay? It's really difficult for me to pick just one girl out of, like, a huge cast of them. And... Uh, speaking of the, that cast, uh, just really quick, one of them... Honestly, it's really hard to pick a best girl remembering all these characters. That's true. One of the characters, um, and this is... I, uh, I, I hate doing this because I really love Naoto Yama, okay? She's my f- absolute favorite save, but she does play a character in this series. She played, um, uh, what's her name? Hold on. Uh, Chiharu Yoki. Nicknamed Subaki. Uh, she doesn't really make a huge appearance. So, uh, you know, as much as I love Naotoyama, okay, I unfortunately can't really like put, uh, I can't really put Yuki in the, the top of the, the top of the girls list. However, See, I, I really liked her. That, that, I, that, that seeing thing, her character and being reminded of her is what made me make the comment of, man, it really is hard to choose best girl. Right, right, right. And yeah, it's like, I love all the girls, especially especially Pansy and especially Chiharu. Be well, I'm biased towards Chiharu because I know Tiaba, of course. But I, I obviously outside of Benchkid, it's got to be Pansy. It's got to be Pansy for me. And let let's be honest. One other big reason I typically don't like harems because the girl I like never wins. Like, thank ever. you, fucking hell. That's the to like, the point where I stopped reading harems. I after, hate that about harem so after, much. After quintessential, after quintes, oh. quintessential quintuplets, I stopped reading harems because there's no point in getting oh getting your God. feelings mangled when you know your best girl isn't gonna win. I fucking hate that shit, dude. It's like okay, with I'll give all three examples here real quick. 
Nisekoi, I loved Kirisaki, so it's like, I already knew she was gonna win. But, like, the thing is, is, like, even though she was gonna win, I was like, damn, I hate it for all the other girls. See, the funny thing with Nis Nisekoi is you weren't around and was releasing for the fucking wars that went down over that one. Yeah, I know. I have just, never seen a bigger waifu war oh, than Onidere think, versus... Do you think it's... You thought it was terrible during Nisekoi. It's like that with Red's a girl right now, okay? Because, I mean... You see that big of a not... reaction for that one? Well, for right now, I feel no, like nobody's but... watching Rent-A-Girl this season. Oh, there's a shit ton of people. I mean, a shit ton. Okay. It, and what... Okay, I'll say this right now. Uh, let me talk about... Let me talk about uh, Quintessential Quintuplets real quick, though, before I get to Rent-A-Girlfriend. Quintessential Quintuplets did piss me off because I actually liked all the girls except for Nino. I, I, I didn't care who the fuck won except Nino. If Nino won, that's when I got pissed because I didn't like her at all. Um... I was mostly a Miku girl, I'll give myself that. But I was time, mostly a Miku girl as well, that's where we stand united. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck about Yotsuba winning, okay? Even though, like... But see, I was okay with anyone winning, except Yotsuba. I fucking <laughs> hated Yotsuba. <laughs> it just... To me, it felt random that Yotsuba won, I'll be honest. But, yeah, it's like they... What I I kind of skipped around a bit. I shouldn't say I stopped reading. I skipped around to the end to see if they could make Yotsuba acceptable to me, and they could not. It seemed like every it seemed like everything they did for Yotsuba was shoved in the last second. Like with with it felt like they had no planning and just they. It feels like they didn't start writing it with the idea that Yotsuba was going to win. Is that, the, what I was yeah. left with. However. With Orisuke, you could tell from the start that no one other than Pansy was going to win. Uh, yeah, that is true. That is true. It was very obvious that Pansy was going to win. So that's... When you go into it knowing that, that's fine. <laughs> you go into it knowing that the, the the most depressed chick, you know, with, you know, possibly the most bare... <laughs> the, compared to the other characters, bare-bone personality. It's like, you know, she's going to win, but probably more likely going to accept it unless you, uh like any of the other girls, but now, let me tell now you, back let, to rental girlfriend for a second. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Okay. Let me tell you this right now. I hate, Oh my God. Oh, this series, it pisses me off. Okay. I love the series, but it's like that love hate relationship where it's like, I really want, I really know who's going to win it, but it's not going to be the girl I like. It's not going to be the fucking girl I like. It's going to be the worst one. But see... Unpopular opinion! Is going into Orisuke knowing that Pansy's going to win helps you draw the attention specifically to her instead of being able to form the attention to the other girls. That's true. And the thing is, is with unlike Red's Girlfriend is I can accept that even if I liked, let's say, Hirata Aoi, okay? Or liked no, let's, uh, Cosmos or On the whatever. topic of Rental Girlfriend, let's just take one second to let everyone know the best girls. Because mine is very, very controversial opinion here. So just, who, who's your best girl? Ruka. Ruka's a very close second to me. Yours is Subi, right? Not anymore. I've Not had anymore. a bit oh, of an no. opinion change. Oh no, oh no. I, I think Mommy is the best girl. Okay. She, while she is not my second, because Subi is definitely second, I do, I really love Mommy so much, dude. 
just that that personality kind of grew yes, on me a little bit yes. through a second read through. Just like the 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 almost almost I wouldn't say yandere, but definitely that kind of like yeah, like upset obsessed obsession kind of made me go yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I get what you mean, and like uh, the the unnecessary amount of hate for her just eh. Sorry, it's like if Suki was around a little bit, or if Sumi was around a little bit more, she definitely yeah. would be my best girl. But honestly, though, she's just not center stage enough for me right, to have. Right, right. That's what I hate. It's like she, she's only. Going and that to was her. that was um, that was that was ended up being my problem with Ruka is that when she's first introduced, I really liked her because you know it was close enough of a race that you could see that they might throw the bone to Ruka and like surprise us all, and Ruka wins. Right. But then as the series went on, it became more and more clear that obviously Chizuru was going to win. I that stopped. Pisses me off. Ruka. That pisses me the fuck off. God damn it. Hey, hey, as well, as well, I'm going to say this as well. Okay. Mm. While it, it, I truly believe still to this day that Rental Girlfriend is going to get a season two. Because there's no way they're just gonna throw Sumi like, oh yeah, well here's two episodes. Maybe maybe she'll have an entire episode dedicated to just her. For I I have a strong feeling that it's gonna end up being one of them. Hey, read the manga kind of endings. I don't think it's gonna get a season. I uh, I'll be genuinely. I sure. hope I hope to God it doesn't end like that because that would just suck. You have the big because especially. It's one of the. It's biggest... gonna pull a devil's apart timer and say, "Hey, fuck you guys, go buy our books." Yeah, it's like, do you, it's like this is the biggest anime, arguably of 2020, and you're only gonna give it one season. Ooh, ooh. I mean, fucking Euro. I mean, Eurocamp gets a season too. I mean, fucking Nanyan Biori gets a third season in in winter. Okay, it's like. No, I, like as much as I love those two series, they weren't the biggest anime of 2018 or whatever the year Not Abiyoni came out, which was like back in like 2013, if I remember. But fucking hell, this is the biggest. We're talking the biggest anime of 2020, and it's not. And if it doesn't get a season two, holy shit, that's going to be hell. There's going to be hell. But ah, oh, hell. Since we're on the topic of rental girlfriend for a second, I'm gonna talk about the dub. Oh, what are, what are your unpopular opinion? The dub isn't bad. It's not the best dub I've seen. I definitely so, think they, so. I definitely think some characters could have seen some better could have seen some better actors get chosen for them, but it's not that bad. I think all it's the girls so, are very so. fitting. The only character that really bothers me is is the main guy Kazuya. Oh, yeah. That's the only voice that really bothers me is not being good. I mean, okay, and if we're talking about like uh, voice actors or whatever, so. The four girls all have, like, amazing fucking characters, okay? Obviously, Chizuru has Sora, who played Aqua and played several other characters. You got Mami, who has uh, Aoyuki, who's played... Uh, I'm trying to think of some of her... She... Uh, I think she played somebody in Eurocap, if I remember correctly. I think it was... Uh, fuck, what was her name? Hold on, give me a second here. She's played in, like, a ton of other series that I've seen I, as well. I haven't pulled the brand now. I'm trying to quickly look for you. You're she, talking about Ayo Yugi, right? The voice of mommy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she played um fucking hell, what she played uh, somebody in the the fucking oh what the Neptune game. Nep the, the She wasn't in Yuru, looks like. Or the the Yuru camp. I thought she was. Hold on. Not according to Wikipedia. Hold on, give me a second. Scroll down. Oh she's played Oh, she played Kobachi in uh the 
um, <clears throat> the fucking Snafu series. Oh, okay, I guess not. Shit, I guess I was thinking of something else. Never mind. I'm guessing. I, I guess I was thinking of Kobachi from uh, the Snafu series. Is what I was thinking. I of. personally know nothing about the Japanese Cyrus. I'm all about the oh, English I, actors. It's, I, it's been mentioned in the show before that. Between the two of us, you're the sub watcher. I'm the dub watcher. Yeah. Let's face it. I prefer manga over anime. So I do watch anime. <laughs> I do watch the dub most of the time. There's two. Just sides because to the story. I prefer the manga. I, I. As I've grown older, I've come to prefer the manga just because my reading speed is significantly quicker than watching speed. That's always yeah. set to thirty minutes. And if and if we're speaking about uh, actors, really quick here, Ruka is voiced by Naotsuyama. So that's another reason why I love her. I'm a little biased towards I'm a little biased towards any characters that are played by uh, Naoi Tiyama because she's one of my favorite characters. But um, <laughs> let's f- get back on the the topic of Oresuke really quickly. All right, um, because I do want to ask this: the most important question of a review is the score. Now, depending on y- you can, I guess you can, cause technically the OVA is separate, so if you want to, you know, combine the scores or do something like that, you can. Um, I'll probably do that myself, but if you want to, like, do a score for the, for, like, the manga or the light level or, like, the anime series separate from the OVA, then, you know, whatever. Just, what what do you rate this series overall? Out of 10. <sighs> I'm not asking the hard see, ones here. See, the problem is I had a score set based on the manga versus the anime, but finding out that I was incorrect kind of... Kind of fucked that score up a little bit? Thinking of the manga... The best parts of the manga combined with the best parts of the anime. That's what it'll do. The added extra content of forgetting the shitty parts of the anime... And merging the good parts with the manga, I really have to give it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Ooh, that's a pretty high score. It's pretty high. It is one of, if not the best harems I have ever watched because it <laughs> kind of subverts the genre. Yeah. It's like, it's a taking the good, kind. Taking the goods with the bads. Definitely give, if, if it was the manga, I would give it 9 out of 10. Mm. The the anime kind of lowers it by one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I No, I take that back. I can't give it a, that close to a perfect score thinking about what other things I've rated 9 out of 10. I would give it a solid 8. Alright. It's just so... not good enough to get a 10. The manga, it probably sits in my top 50 list. Alright. So, I personally, because the thing is is that I kind of found the anime like series itself, like, without the OVA. While it was amazing to watch, I kind of felt like it was one of those kinds of series where I would watch it, and then unless there was like some sort of finale, I was gonna forget all about it. And I kind of, I kind of think that you correct, could, did you? Well, it got a finale, so I remember it more. But like, did you remember it before the finale was announced or released? Uh, not really. <laughs> I'll be quite honest. <laughs> I'll be quite honest. I mean, like, I talked about it every once in a while, but. Literally, other than this podcast episode, I have probably only mentioned this series maybe one other time, not counting last week's, uh, technically this week's episode, but last week's episode. Um, I, I, I have not 
really talked about it. And I've done a lot of episodes where I talk about like anime recommendations or whatever. Um, but that is not to say it is like a terrible series. It's just with how the series was paced and stuff like that. It just felt like one of those shows where it was like, if it doesn't get a proper finale, then it would just be forgettable because, you know, you could, there's no finale or whatever. And reading the light novel or the manga would most of the time would not, you know, happen for many otakus out there. Um, but since this got a finale, and since we're talking about this, the anime itself, I have, I think I gave it, I got, I can't remember the exact score, but I think I gave it like a 7.5. Not a too high of a score, but also not, it's like a very, all I, right. I can agree with that. If I separate the idea of the manga and just talk about season one, I think 7.5 is pretty respectable over yeah. that. Because the animation, I really liked. I loved the yeah. art style, the animation. Yeah, the animation was amazing. And as well as, like, the, the voice actors and everything were incredibly, like, well done, especially for uh, Rajoru, how he was able to, like, if you if you, if you can get that kind of voice where you could go from a high-pitched, like, happy voice to, like, a very deep, like, sinister voice, dude, that, that takes some talent, okay? I can't do that with my voice. I can try, but it would hurt my throat. But, and ears. Uh, animation and voice acting were really good. I'll admit that, but it just it, you know, get the the score gets bogged down due to the fact of like the the pacing of the story and how it kind of goes like, oh, inconsistent at times. And then you know it, it's not the great, it's not perfect, of course. But that OVA though is a whole different story because while like uh like you know it's an original ending, so it's. And the pacing itself... And the Original story... quotation marks, because that was pretty fucking generic. <laughs> well, I do say that. I said this earlier, I've never been that excited about a baseball game, and while I do kind of find it generic with how the story went, I still had to say, that OVA really made it fucking amazing, okay? This may be recency bias, but I totally gave that... I gave that OVA, like, a very high, like, 9 or a 10 or whatever, because it's so... It's generic, but damn, those twisted turns had me on my toes. Because it was like, especially near the end, where it's like, okay, are they done? All right, they gotta be done. No more, they, they can't do more turns than this. Oh, there's another turn? Oh, shit, there's another turn. It's like a blind turn after blind turn. I was like, dude, this, this is some good shit. Some good shit. But like, overall, the series, I would basically agree with you and say it's about an eight. 8 out of 10 at least, because it is a, re like, <laughs> it's a different harem show compared to, like, others. Like, it's different from Nisa Coins, different from Quintessential Quintuplets. It's completely different because without, like, you just have to see it to believe it, obviously. Because it's... It, <laughs> it's very best put that it's a subversion of harems. It's right. Harems are oversaturated. It's an oversaturated market for harems. We have eight kabillion of them. And yep, as someone who's read eight kabillion of them, <laughs> this is a very breath of fresh air in the genre. Absolutely. I kind of wish that there was something like this as well. Something along lines like this. Or at least have it have more adaptations of shows like this. Because this show just kind of, is like a, it's like a breath of fresh air to the to the to the the genre of harem of course uh, now would you like a show that was similar to this but 
even more extreme in the weirdness aspect. Curious has peaked. Uh, if that's the case, I would definitely watch Now Come or my mental choices are completely interfering with my school romantic oh, comedy. Oh, that's in my watch list. I was actually that thinking of watching this. Very similar to the show in the sense that yes. the comedy is wacky and out of nowhere. Awesome. Now I have another now I have another reason. It is to not watch quite a subversion of the horror genre like this one. But now come is good, but it's kind of just mediocre and average, but the humor is if you like the random L O L W U T humor. Mm-hmm. Now come is definitely a good one to go to. Oh but I'll I'll leave you off with this last thing. Now come the there is no manga, the light novel's not translated, and there's no proper ending. Motherfucker! Okay. The light <sighs> novel was stopped translating because the illustration or no, I'm not the illustration artist, the person translating it disliked the fact that the writer had something to do with a doujin for high school oh, DXD. Oh my god. So I, I don't recall the details because this was in 2011 that I researched this because that's when I watched Now Come. Oh boy. I believe it was along the lines of the translator had an issue with someone involved with the late novel also making a doujin about high school DXD and refused to finish translating the work. Must be 16 years old. Great. So, unfortunately, Now Come does not have an ending. God damn it. And there's another series as well that I was getting into. And it's the Saikano, the Saikano How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend series. I finished, I finished season one. I was. I started reading that one last week, actually. I've, it's funny you mentioned that. I've severely considered not watching season two, not just because of the story not really. I Oh, God. It, it, I was so bored by the manga. I actually dropped it, and I've only <laughs> dropped three mangas in the history of it's, me reading manga. It's not just because of, like, the story, and it's just like, oh. The, the story is the, as boring as the girlfriend he's trying to raise. Right. But as well as the motherfucking season two is on Amazon Prime. And I don't have Amazon Prime. And I don't want to get Amazon. Who exists in 2020 and doesn't have Amazon Prime? I I don't want to pay for Amazon. That's the thing. It's already bad enough I spend like 60 bucks on Amazon just to get like, a, like something small. Okay? As somebody who needs things to me immediately... Amazon Prime's two-day shipping is well worth I, the ten or twelve dollars a month. I pay. I do have I do have some patience. I can wait if it, if I need to. Okay. If when it comes to money and buying things, I have zero patience for it to not <laughs> immediately be in my hands. Probably what I actually like have to like move or whatever, buy some furniture. I'll probably have to use Prime. So it's like, okay, come here now. <laughs> Get to me now. I don't want to sit on a fucking uh sit on a folding chair. In the middle of a dead house or whatever. Empty house. So what, uh, what I've been really into recently is I just got caught up on Uzaki-chan, which is similar to Nagatoro. But before opinions, that... Opinions, I, opinions, opinions. What do you think of okay. it? Okay. What do you think of it? Of Uzaki-chan? Yes. I absolutely loved it. Yes! All right. I am a... I am a... Yes. I fall for the bait hook, line, and sinker every time we have a manga that's like delinquent bully girl and 
nerdy Paisen guy. Just like Nagatoro or this or uh, I Passion Noburi. I don't know the English name of that one. Oh, I love Izaki so I, much. I, I am a sickler f- for the female delinquent male yes. character <laughs> type genres. Dude. Okay. Did you read the manga or did you watch the anime? I've watched the anime and then I ended up reading a bit of the manga. I've like I've gotten to the point where I've I need to read more of the manga because the anime's caught up to where I'm at in the manga. So but I I think what I've seen because uh I like didn't get spoiled too much, but like, you know, the pacing is not perfect of course, but like oh my god. Well it's also layered like almost a gag manga is yeah. the best way I could describe yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like short little Short chapters, self-contained, except for a little bit of it. Yeah. Is what I, true, it was a really true. enjoyable palate cleanser for what I'm going to get on to now is the manga I read before that. That was Tokyo Raven- Tokyo Revengers. Mm. I don't know why I kept, I kept calling it Tokyo Ravengers the whole time I was reading it. <laughs> I, have, I could not tell you the last time that I picked up a manga and could not put it down till I finished it than I did with Tokyo Revengers. And the fact that I read, I believe it was... A total of eight and a half hours over the course of three days. I think I did just that. reading Tokyo Revengers. Oh boy! I think and the fact the... that was two hundred and fifty-five chapters at the time. The fact that now I have to wait weekly for twenty oh. fucking pages of it is killing me on the inside, dude. The only time where I've had that happen to me was when I was reading Domestic Girlfriend. So that was way back then. That was way back then. Back then, We've what, talked about that dumpster fire of an ending on the show, right? I, I think. I think. So. I think that was the last episode I was on. Was that dumpster fire? I think so. I cannot remember exactly. I may have to go back and listen to it just to be on the safe side of things. That might have been one we recorded and didn't upload because I, I know so. there was one we recorded. Oh yeah, and yeah, that it. may have been that because I don't remember really talking about the best of girlfriend other than my. Weeb reviews. I, I was go. I was. I was curious. I was curious of the episodes I was in on the Spotify because I've never been on Spotify before, mm-hmm. and I know there was one missing that I couldn't tell you which one it was. I think that may have been that one because I, if I because I do because we do go on a lot of tangents. We also probably should cut this out of the podcast of us talking about the podcast. Oh, we. I don't care. I really don't care. Because <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh man, I I don't remember. I'm trying to think because I do remember we did talk a little bit about domestic girlfriend. We talked about it in my first appearance on the podcast, and if then I, I think we did a podcast dedicated just to the dumpster fire that was that fucking ending. Yeah, well, at least on well, there was a unreleased version of it though. I remember recording one myself, and that was just myself talking about it. But, um, yeah, when I was reading the manga originally, that's what I ended up doing was binging the entire manga up to, like, its current chapter point, which was, like, 229. Honestly, Domestic Girlfriend was the last manga that I picked up that I couldn't put down. Yeah. Um, I've been the same way. I think the only other time, like, I've read, like, a shit ton of chapters in one sitting was Fetichitty Piero or Innocent Love. Um, Ugh. Oh, great. Could you hear my disdain in that one? I could, and I... Are you caught up? Not quite yet. Because I have been a few chapters. They do this stupid fucking thing with this, okay? Where they finish it and say, Hey, 
we're going to keep this manga going with a whole different set of fucking characters that you don't give a fuck about because you just read six, 60 uh, or however many fucking chapters of characters you love. Now here's three people you don't give a fuck about. Uh, and every, it still gets me every time my manga updater goes ping with a new with a new chapter of that. I go, oh yeah, I get to, oh yeah, I fucking hate this now because it's three people I don't give a fuck about. Uh, and here I am I, thinking, here I am wanting that to get animated <laughs> for an anime. Little, little, little bit of a rant here. <laughs> that manga, I want to like it so bad, but it's so fucking slow. It, it is one of the epitomes of real people aren't this way <laughs> oh i wanted to like it so bad if they just like took the first 10 chapters took the last five chapters and made a 15 fucking chapter manga instead of 30 chapters of i only love you for your hair i only love you for your back cool let's repeat that for 50 fucking chapters there's just mm. so many chapters where there's no fucking development that didn't fucking matter I don't know if I should talk. I don't know if I should talk about this. For, well, maybe I should. Maybe I can. I'm not sure. But there is. There has been one series I've been getting into recently. Whether I'd be. Whether it was because I was a little forced in this situation. It's not Megiro San's first time. I've recently got into that series, and you probably know why. Yeah, I know why. We both work on that series. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was the proofreader for most of it. Yeah. And then about three chapters after I stopped being the proofreader on it because I took a step back, Taylor became the typesetter for it. Yep. I've been the... I mean, I technically haven't typeset anything yet because this upcoming chapter, which is chapter 35, is my first. Um, I'm a little worried because I've never typeset in my life. And this series is quite big. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that. Has anybody listening made it this far in the episode? If you read that manga, get up to chapter 35. I mean, let's face it. If you read it, it's not Megoro's first, San's first time. You should also read all the other fine mangas offered by NTS scans. Yes. I per I personally really like the, ah, uh, the fuck do you say it? Kono Healer Mendo Kusai. Um... But unfortunately, that manga has been put on hold due to lack of staff. Boo. Is it because... Uh, uh, I guess we can talk about that later. Um, anyways, I think we could wrap up this episode because I don't know how long this is gone. I don't know how uh, long. It's about an hour and five minutes-ish. Yeah, but then again, there was like a part where we were like just talking about random stuff beforehand. Before the intro. Yeah, there's, so. there's a good amount that could probably be cut from this, including yep. this little conversation right here. But, there, yeah. So, basically, to put things simply short, Hortosuke is definitely a good series to watch. However, uh, there are some issues. Basically, every other anime ever. Alright. So, I want to thank everybody who's tuned into this episode made it all the way to the end. If... Thank you, Taylor, for welcoming me back to the podcast. Obviously, obviously. Uh, if anybody wants to send anything, uh, either comments, questions, topics, anything, japanholicpc at gmail.com is the email to send that stuff in. I could probably read that off in a podcast, uh, uh, later podcast episode. The Twitter page at the Japanholic one where you'll go and where you excuse me, where you could go and see my taste in anime, whether that be good, bad, ugly, or great. Who knows? 
Uh, the YouTube channel, Japan All Like Channel, has, uh, let me see, how many has it right now? I think it's 1,100. You're racking in views on this, Mitch. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, it's currently sitting at 1,112, so hopefully that grows by the end of this week. Um, next week, I think we're, I think I'll talk, yeah, I mentioned this last the last episode i'll talk about virtual youtubers because that's been a hot hot subject so i want to talk about that so next week will be about virtual youtubers and i want to thank everybody for watching this episode i've been taylor the certified Japanaholic. signing off good night <laughs>